Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is a saying that one man has in the break room. What is that? Get that green. Oh, yeah. Put it in the till. Get that money wherever you can. Yes. Whenever you can. There is not a place where there is bad money. Mm -hmm. But there is a problem with that idea in this context. Because there are some people you shouldn't try and make a profit off of. And someone in this room just found out that the friendship they have isn't as valuable as the money this person can make off oh, of her. Mm-hmm. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So we all know the Bills have the Steelers at home this weekend, wild card round, Sunday, 1 o'clock, a game you can listen to live right here on CMF. And the tickets are expensive. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right now, you're not getting it in the door. We're seating the house for anything less than 250 bucks. And Damn, per. You, per. And per you, ass. That could be going up because mm. Bills fans are nuts. Yeah. Steelers fans are close mm-hmm. and they travel well. This ticket is a hot ticket. And if someone wanted to sell them, especially decent seats, they can make a pretty penny, Tommy. Sure. That may have already broken up a friendship for <laughs> someone in this room. Because, Kimmy, you said you and your husband were looking into going to the game on Sunday. Yeah, so uh, a good friend of my husband's, um, he he put up a post on Facebook basically saying, like, you know, DM me if you're interested in going to the game Sunday. And this kid has sold his tickets before because because of his job he can't make every game. So we're like, yeah, let's ask about it. Like, see what he wants for him. Like, you know, my husband and I would definitely be all in on going. So... They have a back and forth conversation and we know how much his seats are worth at face value. Okay. Let's just say he tripled that. What? He tripled the price of his tickets? Over that yes. For you? Okay. So like my seats are like 130 bucks. All right. So he's looking for over so, $300. So he wanted about 400 bucks a piece. A piece. A piece for, for his two Tickets. For you and your husband, who are his friends, that we've known for a really long time. He said that to you. Yes. Which okay, fine. I guess you're trying to make a buck, but I would think that like maybe Facebook is the wrong place to go about that because you're only gonna get people you know asking point. about it. That's a really good point. So we were just surprised. We we're like, okay, yeah, no, no, thank you. But we were surprised that like, hey, like you're you're upcharging all your friends and family right now. Yeah, you don't even get the ten percent friends and family discount yeah. you're gonna get from AT and T. The phone number is two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Is it a dick move to gouge your friends on Bill's tickets this weekend? And look, we use Bill's tickets because that's what happened with Kimmy, yeah, but this yeah. goes for everything. Concert, Concert tickets, tickets yeah. you know, uh plays, things like that. Do yeah. you charge your friends and family more than what you paid if you can't go? Friend gouging. So okay, here's what's weird. What's that? Like you're immediately offended by this too. Yeah. 
When you're the scummiest of gougers of all time. <laughs> scummiest of gougers. Scummiest of gougers. If you were British, you would be Lord Scummington of Gouger. <laughs> you're saying the kid's wrong? Yeah, of course it is, man. I mean, I mean, you're really going to try to really rip off your friends, man. Well, but here's the thing. Now, look, I'm with you. I think it's wrong. But there is an argument to be made that it's not ripping off. It's market value. I I'm get asking it. for market value. But you're helping out a friend who wants to go to the game. This isn't a stranger. Like, I can see making a little bit of money off of it because there's value to it. But, like, to go four, three times the value of the ticket and is I, an ass. And, and maybe you could get that, you know, if you're selling sure you it can. on the secondary market. I was just surprised. Like, I would think, like, if you're taking, especially, like I said, to Facebook, you're just, you know, you're trying to, you know, g- give them to somebody that you know. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. Because mm. you said Tommy. Tommy just said uh, taking a little bit of a profit. Yeah, I can understand. Like, there's value there. Okay. But... So, if the tickets are 130 <clears throat> bucks a piece, right. face value. What 260 is... total. Yeah. So, what is the appropriate amount of profit I'm allowed to make off a friend on those tickets? Buck a ticket. Wait, 100 yeah. a ticket? Yeah. That's that. Wait, okay. He, okay. On a, so, on a so really you, high, a big game like this. Oh, in addition to the the cost of the actual ticket. So you would charge your friends an extra two hundred dollars? He's charging four. That doesn't make you <laughs> less of a piece of yes, crap. Yes, it does. It makes me two hundred dollars less of a piece of crap. Bro, that's just Maybe on the open piece of crap market. I'm a better deal. How do you? Now listen, the kid's not a millionaire. He needs money too. I kind of get it. And you want to go to this game? Well, no, I know I, mean, that, I know for a fact this person has sold off like probably half of their season tickets. So I'm guessing they're they've come pretty close to making their money back. This is just profit. Yeah, I understand. And there's nothing wrong with yeah. making a little profit. But it's yeah, when you're trying to put the shaft to somebody. No, that is the shaft. An extra two hundred bucks it's is the not shaft. Not the whole shaft. It's the tip. You the- didn't you didn't feel the shaft. All right, hold on. The phone number is two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. If you charge your friends or family a penny over what you paid for tickets, you're a scumbag. Oh, I would think like maybe an extra ten bucks just due to like fees. Ten dollars. Right? Well, well, like what you there, paid, like including oh, the fees. Paid. Okay, because like there are extra fees and stuff. I will say this, and let me take the other side here for a minute. Oh, what you wanted the whole time, you bitch ass bitch. If you're a Kimmy, yeah, and you get these tickets for face value, yeah, you're also a piece of crap, man, because you should have helped the kid out a little bit. Because like you're kind of ripping him off no, now you're because not. he's, no, he's got four hundred dollars on the table and you okay, just well, walked away with nothing. Go sell him for four hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. No, but you don't even offer. You don't step up. But I didn't. I mean, I I was I was asking about these tickets because I can't afford the four hundred dollar tickets. So that's why I was you know you know if they were going to sell them to me at face value, that's a great deal. But, but you wouldn't offer a little something knowing that the kid could make money. But I'm guessing you're selling them this way because you're not looking to make money. I'm with her. If you put Man, it up. Man, look at you no, for she... any reason to chintz out. It's not chintzing. Chins. You're breaking even. How is that chintzing? You're going to be on the chintz cam. <laughs> with a couple of money guns. I would not be bold enough to sell to I'm a buddy sure. um, that that much over the actual price of the ticket. It ain't even bold. I it's could just not do that. Yes, not I could not scum. do that without feeling guilty about it. It's the American way. And I'm not even taking all the money. If you wanted to make a profit, 252-WCMF-252. You can. Nobody's stopping you. Exactly. 252-9263. Again, Kimmy, uh, her and her husband's on Facebook. One of their friends is selling his season tickets to the Steelers playoff game. Yeah. It's a hot ticket right now. Sure. You said he's charging triple the price. He wants 400 bucks yeah, a piece. For, a piece for yeah. these seats. So 800 
when the face fell. Okay. And and he advertised to his friends. Like, tell yeah. me, he could have gone to the Ticketmaster resale yeah. site. Yeah. He could have posted them there. And yeah, it <clears> takes <throat> fees out, but you're still going to make more money. The fact that you put it on social media where only people that are friends follow you means you were going to get someone you know. Yes. The best part, too, is, and this has happened to us before with other tickets, um, the person almost gets mad when you say no thank you. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, okay, no, thank you. And they'll be like, well, you know, like these tickets are actually going for 450 a piece, so I'm cutting you a deal. It's like, okay, well, that's fine, but I don't want to pay $400. But thank you, though. Yeah. But like, I love that argument, too. They're going for 450 so go sell them there. It's called yeah, but capitalism. She's also, but she's also kind of like bottom feeding on her friends, trying to find the sucker that'll give her the cheap tickets. Hey, dumbass. Yeah, you don't want those tickets, man. It's not even going to be a good game. I hear they're going to lose. All right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. TJ Watt's not even going to be there. Look at you naming names. Well, he was in the news. And I like the white boys. They're the worst. But that's a whole the other argument. Worst. They're the worst. You hate going to Bill's game. <clears throat> yes. Okay. But your wife loves going to Bill's game. She's yes. a diehard Bill's fan. Yeah. All right. So let's say I'm not using my tickets for a game. All right. All right? Your wife finds out. Yeah. And you go, hey, man, uh, what can I give you for these tickets? Right. And I do exactly what Kimmy's friend just did. Which is what? What? I want I want 400 apiece right. on my $130 tickets. And mm. I can get it somewhere else. I know. I'm not a scumbag. You're a total scumbag. Shut up, you bitch-ass bitch-ass oh, scummington, Lord scummington of <laughs> douchebaggery. He's not chintz? Oh, he's king chintz. You can't type me up. Wait, no, how I am I chintz? Th- You're chintz. I am taking advantage of market price. You're taking advantage of my market Ooh. ass. <laughs> and I think it's one of those things we asked. That's not the price we want to pay. It's over. So they right? got pissed. Were they trying to like negotiate yeah, afterwards? And, and that's fine, but I don't want to pay that, so no thank you. I am taking 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Folks have been sitting on hold. Uh, let's get to the phones. Again, Kimmy's friend who posts on Facebook that he's looking to sell his Bills tickets for this weekend. She inquires, seeing, you know, what does he want yeah. for him? He wanted 400 a seat, almost triple the price of face value to a friend. Let's talk to Tim. Hey, Timmy, you're on CMF, buddy. Good morning. How are you? Good, Timmy. What do you got? Listen, $130 for tickets. I wouldn't give you $100 for those tickets the way the weather forecast is going to be sitting out in a cold ass. Oh, wait, I forgot. This is sissy-ass Tim, bitch-ass sissy. Lord Sissy Tim? Lord no, Tim of Sissy Tim. I'm not going to pay uh, $400 to go sit in 25-degree temperatures when the weather is going to be really oh, No, you can't curse, Timmy. You Timmy. can't curse. Come on, Tim. Tighten is that how you talk out in Bitchington? <laughs> you got to tighten it up, Timmy. Well, you know, it's just one of those things, guys. You got to prioritize. You know, is it worth it? Well, for Kimmy, it is. I love guys. I can't imagine how your lips work in 25 degree weather. (laughs) Timmy, you sound like a good guy. You've got egg. But my favorite calls are like, you know what? I wouldn't even ask for him. Okay. Well, this is irrelevant to you then because your friend would not be overcharging you. That's right. I understand that. All right, great. That's wrong. Okay. Tim's out. Tim's out. Thanks for the call, Timmy. Have a good rest of the day. Let's try this again. All right. (laughs) You know what I wouldn't do? This discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk to Josh. Hey, Josh, you're on CMF. What's up, buddy? Morning, guys. Yo. Uh, I'm kind of in the camp of being able to sell it for more, but I do believe Kimmy's friend was in the wrong for trying to get that much and then being unnegotiable. Like, especially with friends, I'd be more, and me and my best friends do this. We're friends for 30 years, and we'll still do this to each other. By the way, you're not. If you're telling us this, you're not friends with them. They all hate you. They all hate you. (laughs) Well, they still haven't said so, but maybe. (laughs) Basically, it would be, I'll I'll sell you these tickets. 
Uh, right now, I could probably get about 400 for them. What What are you offering? And then, depending on that, it's like, well, let me do this for you. And then I would probably knock it down to where I'd be making a 25% profit instead of a 200% profit. Okay. Just to, like, make them feel good and like, oh, I still got a deal, and you can still walk Oh, just give me the goddamn tickets. <laughs> to be honest, I probably would have been willing to pay like 200 a piece only because I know like if you would get other interest from other people then yes you may ju- be more justified in upcharging so you pay of those tickets. $50 more a ticket yeah like I would say well if somebody Ooh. else wants them too I excuse me Mrs. Galasano oh, no. <laughs> pop the champagne corks. <laughs> here comes Kimmy 50 yeah. <laughs> but if somebody was also interested I would understand you may be in a little bit of a bidding war so yeah you may be I, I could understand that person taking more for the tickets if there's more interest Can in the tickets. Can you work a bidding war yeah. between two separate sets of friends? Is that Ooh. unethical? I mean, you might have to uh, if there's two people interested. But it's got to piss you off when you see one of your broke-ass friends trying to squeeze you for these tickets when you know they ain't got it, right? So, like, let's say you yeah, got but- a couple of friends... And like Kimmy, she ain't got no goddamn money. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what she's saying this whole right, time. Right, so here she comes. Oh, oh those tickets! Oh, I got fifty dollars <laughs> for it. But I got legitimate friends over here with bank that'll spend. Legitimate friends. Right. Listen, every everybody, everybody categorizes their friends like a um, like the Titanic. Yeah. You got your high end friends. <laughs> You got your middle of the road friends, and you got those poor ass people that died. The steerage bo- friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. The steerage friends that are down with like, the goats and the chickens and stuff. Every friendship boat, Kimmy's down but with Tommy. the chickens. She's Tommy. chicken Kimmy. What, what, which friends are you in the room with right now? Would you say? Oh, chickens! You're the busted, you're <laughs> the most busted of all of us. Don't even pay for a house. <laughs> Justin. I think this all just comes back to don't do business with friends and family. And that's what it is. He's absolutely right. Josh, thanks for the call. I appreciate time, it. I know. Well, let me ask you this question mm. then, because there's other scenarios like this. Like, you know, this guy can't go to the game, so right. he's selling two tickets. Right. What if I'm taking someone to the game? All right, so I'm going to ride with you. Yeah, because I got my two seats, but I, I don't have anyone I'm in with. I own the two seats, right. so I take someone with me every week, right? Mm-hmm. So there are, can you charge more? Then face value if you are taking someone as your guest with you to the game. Hmm. I don't know what the protocol is there. So I, I, I so let's say Kimmy, we're going to the. I, I go, hey, do you want to come to the game with me on oh, Sunday? Oh, like we're going together. Yeah, okay. you go yeah. sure, and my face is 130 bucks, and I go, yeah, 300 bucks for the ticket. But we're going together. We're going to spend the day together. We're <laughs> that gonna is kind of a together. weird move. Um, yeah, that's that's even more strange. If I'm going with you and you're overcharging, but it's market value. Oh, that's the face value. Well, no, my my face is one thirty. Let's say oh, I want three hundred. Okay, yeah, market value is three hundred. I got you. Face I got you. I got you. I got you. But um, we, we work market in this house. <laughs> yeah, that would be strange. Is that a scummy move? It's weird because I'm also sitting with you. Yeah. Like I only and I got, know how much you paid. And it's only a half a deal. I couldn't even get to sit with the people I want to sit with. I got stuck with you. Well, we're friends. Yeah, but you're like a zombie when you go to these I games. Am. Yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, that would suck. It was. I could. I could see you pulling that move. I, I, could, I could see you pulling that move. But I could see somebody pulling that move. I was gonna say you son of a bitch. No, but that would be weird, man. But I also know people that would pull that move, thinking it's perfectly cool. Like he's doing me a favor. Okay, so you're saying if I if I'm gonna charge for a ticket, it has to be face value. If I'm bringing you as my yeah, guest. yeah, if I gotta sit with your ass, yeah. I feel weird asking people for money, even face value. I like, would too. Like if I'm going, if I'm gonna invite you, I kind of feel like I have to take you on my dime. Yeah, right. I mean, Kim is like most. Not everybody can afford to do that, though. Like agreed. some people, you know, we're both fortunate enough to have rich wives. Um, <laughs> not everybody's in that position. <laughs> no, even 
what? I was busted. If I had a pair of seats I paid for and somebody bailed, I would feel like I couldn't ask the other person, the new person, for money. But it would also Hmm. eat your ass the entire time you're sitting there knowing you can't eat. That's a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, save the 300 bucks. Just keep doing that. (laughs) I'd be worried, though... um, that people would start to take advantage of you of if, if you were giving them that free ride all the time. Yeah. And that that, that becomes now the expectation. Right. 252 WCMF. Uh, we got more calls coming in. Sit tight. Brian writes us on Facebook. Again, Kimmy's friend puts up on Facebook. He's trying to sell his season tickets to the Bills playoff game on Sunday. Her and her husband want to go. She inquires. He asks for 400 a seat, which is almost three times, you said, the face value of the ticket. Yeah, from where their seat is. Friends. Yeah. Friends. But Brian writes uh, on Facebook, there's nothing wrong with ever making a profit, friend or not. It's supply and demand, and that person will be spending uh, value for someone else's tickets. Why not from a friend? Oh, excuse me, Dow Jones. Was it, wasn't he in the who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. I think he drowned in a swimming pool. 252WCMF. <laughs> Let's talk to Phil. He's got the last word. Hey, Phil, what's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Um... Yeah, I was a season ticket holder two years ago, and uh, one of the issues I had is I tried selling uh, some of my tickets to games, and I wasn't able to make uh, the face value. So to to Kimmy's point about her friend selling tickets during the season, you know, maybe he didn't make money on some of the other games he sold, so now he's trying to make up the difference. But but It's possible. I mean, you you could be right. It's possible. I just... uh... I just find it weird you're trying to do this to your friends and family. It sounds like Phil well, has done this to his friends and family, Phil. Every Phil no, I've ever known. I have not. Phil. No, no I have, no. Every my Phil I've ever known is busted. My other point is this. If, if he should have known his audience, if that was what he was at, what thinking he wanted to, for the tickets, he should have put that in the post on Facebook. Yeah, that I'm way with you, too. have awkward conversations. That's a good point. Like, just put it out there, and that way everybody will know the price on a met. Like, it is funny that you had me, like, you wanted people to inquire privately. No, but it goes back to Tommy's point about the Titanic. And, Phil, thanks for yeah. the call, buddy. I appreciate it. How everybody has three sets of friends, your high class, your middle class, and your steerage friends. Mm. If he puts the price out there, if you call him, you're busted. He's got a price for Kimmy. Yeah. Oh, I see. You're saying if Tommy's wife calls him, Pittsburgh Tommy's wife calls him. He's got a price for her. Right. Uh, you know, you're leaving, money, you're leaving money on I the table if saying. you put the price out straight up. That's why when you go to nice restaurants or nice car dealerships, it's uh, the price is never written out. Market value. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. So true. And if you're charging your friends over face value for tickets, you're a scumbag, <laughs> huge scumbag. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There is a situation happening at a home on the east side. What happened? And if this is a dangerous situation for these innocent things and this person, this is the right thing to do. But if you were the person living next door, across the street, it would be on you and the people around you to make the call to get this fixed which you are only doing if this is causing you or the person who owns the house is causing you a problem. Oh. You're hanging out in the break room, Monsters Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. The Humane Society raided a home in Penfield. I didn't know they did raids. I I guess they could do whatever they want. They got a lot of dogs. They sneak in at night, you know, with the battering ram and everything, like the SWAT team. Freeze, Humane Society! (laughs) So the home on Whalen Road had a search warrant issued due to, quoting the story on 13 Wham, a hoarding situation. Oh, by the way, that's that's a really nice area of town. Well, it was till this guy moved in. I mean, if you saw this area, you would not think it's like scuzzy. Here we go. House. So you're saying this Put house a- may stand out? I don't know, because like it must have, because it's a really nice area. Okay. It was really, east side, really nice. It's upper, I would say this, upper middle. Put that, put bro. That's upper class. I hate idiots like you that have no upper perspective. Middle. That's upper class <laughs> to you. But I'm saying like, no. There's a definition. Remember what we said? Upper middle is ninety thousand dollars a year in income, and everybody I, I thinks. Say, I would. Well, yeah, exactly. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. The hoarding situation, it seems, was specifically animals. Yeah. They say they removed a number of animals from the property, including nineteen, mostly cats, last night. It's about a pussy cat. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Quick sidebar. 19 is a lot of cats. Mm-hmm. But after that house in Gates had over 100. Oh, that's yeah. right. No number <laughs> below 100 is going to Yeah, like, that's the goat of yeah. cat. But it's not even going to do it for me. Look, my brain is so broken. <laughs> I feel like now, based on the 100 number, I could care for 19 yeah. cats if I really needed to. Those are like uh, Fitzpatrick numbers. Yeah, yeah. So the house ended up being condemned by the town due to unsanitary conditions. However, mm-hmm. uh, the town says the homeowner is cooperating. The animals are being taken to Lollipop Farm. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. The phone number is 252-WCMF. The only way authorities would show up to a place like this is if someone complains about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Because how else would you know? Yeah. You I would know. think there had to be something that was affecting the other neighbors. For them to actually make the call, right? Yeah, it could be a neighbor, or the only other thing could be somebody made a delivery there and noticed something. Oh, maybe. okay, that's a good call. Oh, that's a yeah, good call. Other than that. that, who else? Would, to your point, who would do it? No, I didn't think about that second one. Maybe yeah. these are on the radar a lot more now because you're right. If the UPS or Amazon, and all of a sudden they look person, inside and there's like 35 sets of eyes looking at you, constantly but, delivering stuff. But that being said, I mean, yeah, you, think of how much food you would have to bring into that house to feed all these animals. If you're feeding them the right yeah. way, because right. the one in Gates had a bunch of mummified carrots when they are according to the story. But I mean, uh, but then again, on the other hand, those delivery drivers, they, they're peeing in bottles. Do I have the time to make a phone call about a hoarding situation? You might get the right guy, you know, yeah. at the heart. Okay. Or gal. Gal's delivering, too, and Narkin. But here's the thing. What? Just because someone is an animal hoarder or is living in unsanitary conditions doesn't mean they're a bad person. Yes, Or, it no, it doesn't. What does it mean? You're, you're, you're a not kook? automatically a bad person. But you're a kook. You're oblivious, maybe. Oblivious to 35 cat? 
19. Well, it's other animals. They, they might think they're doing a good thing. They didn't get all know. the animals out yet. That's not true. You didn't see the story. But don't you think you're like, you're mental though? Okay. At least. You, you, there may be something going on. You're not yeah. bad, but you're mental. Okay. Again, you keep saying mental. Of all good the mental. people that are going to keep saying this stuff, you, you, I can't eat anything because I'm going to get fat again. And my daddy messed me up real bad. And I got three divorces. What's that got to do with the cat? I had abandonment issues, but this person's a kook. Shut up. <laughs> all right. How about if you you're drunk? A, how about if you're a good kook? What does that mean? Like a good coach. I'm going to talk to Kimmy now. Okay. Right. Kimmy, just because somebody has hoarding issues yeah. doesn't mean they're a bad person and that they don't also get along with their neighbors. But you're abusing sure. animals. Yes, you are. You are. But at mm. the same time, if you have sympathy for that person right. that lives near you, mm-hmm. you get along with them well. Are you calling when you see a situation mm. like this? But, but you know there's animals suffering in the house. Okay. If anybody is going to make the argument that you call no matter what, it ain't you. Because not only are you a known hider, you are a massive coward. <laughs> yes, I am. And you wouldn't want to cause problems, and you would come up with an excuse in your head, just like you did for all your buddies that were cheating on their wives and doing all kinds of criminal activity. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Really meant well. Would you call on someone you liked if they had a situation like this in it your neighborhood? It depends how bad it got, I guess. You know, this one right here, unsanitary yeah. conditions and 19 animals. The sanitary would gross me out. So you'd call. Like if there was like wafting, like it's summertime. I, That's you know, what I, like, I mean. It would have to affect you directly. Like if I want to, you know how I like to sit out and have a drink and a, and a smoke yeah. in the afternoon, evening time. Mm-hmm. I don't. What? Oh, you're living in your wife's house for free, and that's affecting you, so you want to take I got to smell of... a dead cat's ass oh, while yeah, I'm trying to enjoy my cocktail. I've seen some of the women you've dated. Is it that much different? <laughs> I don't know, man. Two it f- was, it, I've... 252 WCMF, would you call the authorities on a neighbor for something like this if you like that neighbor? Let me paint you a picture. Right. 75-year-old man, 12 dogs. It's a mess. But you get along with him great. And they're a very nice person. He's a nice old coot. Are you shutting that down, 252 WCMF? I'd be worried they're just not taking care of themselves. Right. Big problem. I, I don't I care mean, about like, the I dude. Uh, what if I see well, some scrawny? No, she's talking well, about I, the I'm, person. I'm saying like, if they're not taking care of you know, their, their home and pets, I, what are the odds that they take care of themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good concern. But let's go on the other side of this. Right. Even best intentions can lead to difficult circumstances because Tommy let's say they go in and they find the animals and they condemn the house like this you're not allowed to sleep there yeah so most of the time people with hoarding issues and I know this from watching hoarders mm-hmm. big hoarders guy yeah they don't have a lot of money yeah where's he gonna sleep he's got nowhere to go so you in shelter a, you in it what people don't like sleeping in shelters Thursday night Salisbury steak <laughs> Wait, are you seriously? Oh, bro, they eat good, bro. No, they don't. I've volunteered there. <laughs> you haven't. I'm saying, man, like even uh, in the even the attempt to help that person. Yeah, out, you could throw the guy out of. His he's house. homeless. He's got nowhere to go. So what do you do? You'll yeah, you'd have to invite him in. You wouldn't. No, because he smells. Okay, so there you go. I can't have a smelly person in the house. Could you invite a person in the house mm-hmm. that ain't bathed in a month? He washed his hands. No, but I don't think I would make that call in the first place, if I'm being completely honest. If I get along with that person, I don't think I'm making that call. But let's say my wife makes the call. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, what are we going to do? Right? And now he's homeless. Okay. And now Stinky Bob's got to stay at our house. What do you mean? he's stinking. Would he even want to stay at your house? No, I mean, you called anyways. Yeah, I mean, you're, I would assume the second you make that call, that relationship's over. But they're right, not going to know call. it's you. I mean, it's not like the cops are um, going to knock on the door. Well, they might, no, but, they might, but they might assume it's you if you're the only neighbor that's 
seen their living situation. Mm. Nah, yeah, I mean, they, they might be able to pinpoint it right away. I'm really pissed off at this dude for putting me in this position, to be oh, quite honest. Is that hard for you? Yes. Oh, no. I have a beautiful home on Wayland, you have no- and I had to put up with this kind of nonsense. You have nothing. You live in your wife's beautiful home on Wayland. Well, I've secured a bed here. 252 WCMF. <laughs> it's like you're in an actual shelter situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, Salisbury Steak. We're talking about this story. Uh, again, happened on Wayland Road in Penfield. A home that had 19 animals, mostly cats, was raided by the Humane Society. Uh, police say they had to, excuse me, the town said they had to condemn the house due to unsanitary conditions. The homeowner is cooperating. The animals have been taken to Lollipop Farm. But the question is, you know, the only way that law enforcement finds out about these homes is when somebody in the neighborhood complains. And just because somebody has a situation like this in their life doesn't mean they're a bad person. Yeah, you true. could get along with them. There could be extenuating circumstances. Mental issues, all alcoholism, of these these things like yeah exactly describing tommy to a t <laughs> are you making the call if you get along with this person 252 wcmf 252 let's talk to jim hey jimmy what's up buddy nothing much uh you asked the question you know you get along with your 75 year old neighbor but you know he's got 20 dogs and cats if there's any question that those animals are suffering of you know in any kind Anyway, yeah, I'm definitely calling. I don't care if you're my best friend, I'm calling. Okay, so let's, I get it. I get that's the virtuous. I think more people would be like, Jim, they'd call for the animal safety than the actual person that lives there. I understand totally, and that's the virtuous thing to do, and I get it. But here's the other question then, and this is where it becomes shades of gray. Let's go back to that situation where the 75-year-old man now has no place to sleep because they've condemned his home. I mean, is it animal suffering or human suffering that you're more concerned about in this situation, Jim? Yeah. Do you really want that answer? Well, I think you already gave it to us. <laughs> um, no, actually, you know what? All right, so he's suffering as well. If a call is made and the authorities have to step in, then perhaps that guy is actually going to get better care than he's giving himself. Okay, no, that's fair. But again, that person has to want to accept the care that's right. being offered. And that's where now we're going into a bigger thing about, you know, that's a problem with a lot of homelessness situations and shelter situations for folks that get an abuse problem. I mean, like, Jim, it's this now big web that we have to unravel of right is right, except it causes things that may be, make things not right. And now I'm on the hook for whatever happens. Like, Jim, what if you find out this guy, like, goes off the deep end because of this? Do you feel guilty? for something like that if the animals are safe no okay all right how about if i let the old coot stay with me mm-hmm. but i chain him up outside <laughs> and i feed him twice yeah. a day and yeah, he's because allowed in God the knows tommy doesn't have any more room in his basement it's already full with children <laughs> for god's <Whoa>. sakes <laughs> jim bye have a good rest of the day all right yeah, well i guess that, uh, hey, he was on your yeah, guy's side i know <laughs> All right, so I see you guys on hold. Sit tight for a second. Mm. You brought up that you were shocked this happened in this neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice area. I know the area. Okay. Why do you think hoarding has a zip code? Uh, I always think it's the the more money you have, you don't hoard. No, the more money you have, the more ability you have to hoard. Usually when I see these hoarding things, it's kind of like scuzzy. No. Like run down. I I think of hoarding... And like animals, like you have like a rundown crap hole. I think of it more um, age-wise than I do, um, you know, uh, economic-wise. What do you mean? Like I always assume it's like an elderly person that's hoarding. Well, it would make sense. Like if you break not down so the... much where they live, but it, the age of where the person hoard. that lives there. Yeah. Well, if you break down the you know the dynamics of this whole thing, mm-hmm. one, you need a lot of time to acquire things. Right. You got to build up time. Yeah. Okay. Two uh... ability to you know, I, I think. Sometimes, because I've watched hoarders too, it's like 
they just don't have the ability to sort through it and clean it. They have health issues or whatever. That's that's where the problem starts. And there's always there's usually trauma involved with stuff like yeah. this, where something happened in the past. Not only that, you also see when it comes to animal hoarding, especially these stories we've seen. It's folks that had families, had kids. You're trying to replace that. Mm, I'm caring for something. empty hole in your heart. Exactly. But like, I would make the argument, the more money you have, the mm. more ability you have to acquire animals and food to feed them, and then all of a sudden you look around and it's completely out of control. I wow. would think of this as more prominent in places with money than without it. Oh, I always thought it was all just scuzz. Well, no, because you look at houses run down and you automatically think West Side. Yeah. Well, if you look at like zombie home, busted ass home, your childhood home. That doesn't mean hoarding situation, though. No, but I would just figure, you know. Yeah. Well, this is what you do. Yeah, when well, you don't think it through at all. Right. This is, what, this yeah. is how, why you ended up like. 252 WCMF again talking about this home out in Penfield that was raided by the Humane Society. 19 animals, mostly cats. The house was too unsanitary. They had to condemn it. The owner of the home is cooperating, but it comes down on do you call if you get along with this neighbor in this situation? Let's talk to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's up, buddy? Yeah. I was a property inspector. Okay, so when you say property inspector, do you mean like for a town or do you mean like a home inspector like when I bought a place you checked it out? For the state. Okay, cool. Go ahead, Jerry. And I went to a house that had 23 cats. All right. And? And only way there, um, I report it if the neighbor smells like nasty smell coming from their house. Sure. Or if their house is messy outside and inside. Okay, so you're saying most of the time it's so most of the time it's going to be someone who lives in the neighborhood that's going to make that call. There's no other way to figure it out. Right. Okay. You know, it leads Jerry. Thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. It leads you to start thinking. What's that? How many homes are just like this? Probably a bunch. We the, don't realize. Yeah, we're not going to know because they get along <clears throat> with the folks they live. Especially with. if you're out in the country, you're never going to know. If you're out like you're not too close to your neighbors, man, you could hoard your ass off. Yeah, you ain't kidding. So while you hoarders just. Go buy some acreage. Yeah, there you go. And Pat says you got it. <laughs> uh, we'll take one more call, <laughs> 252-WCMF. Uh, Beth has got the last word. Hey, Beth, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, what do you got for us? Well, I used to work for one of the local towns in the code enforcement department. Okay. And I would take in calls all the time from neighbors who didn't like their neighbor's yards or their animals or whatever else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so of those calls, could you give me a percentage, just ballpark, that you thought were that ended up being legitimate problems? Twenty percent. Why was that one in five? It was that. So people aren't afraid to call, is what you're saying? They're not afraid to call, but they are afraid to give their names. Well, that I get. I mean, even if it is a bad situation, (laughs) like Tommy brought up, Beth. I mean, like if I get along with this person, but I am legitimately concerned for their health and the health of the animals, I don't want them to think I buried them. You know what I mean? Well, I understand that, but. From the town's perspective, they never gave out the names of the people who complained. Oh, okay. But people would still not want to leave their information. Mm. All right, but I mean, I will, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Beth. I'm sorry. I was going to say, my, my biggest, my funniest story was um, I one time got a call. It was during the 2000 election, or sorry, 2020 election, and he wanted to know if he could erect a statue in Trump's likeness made out of made out of dog crap. Okay, interesting. I got to think and election that was not against town code. <laughs> I, I, I have to think election season is when you get the most calls oh, sure. oh, sides yeah. of the displays oh, and all yeah. that stuff in small towns. Yeah, we did get a couple of calls about like um 
political campaign signs and yards like two months later, you know, things like that. Sure. All right. Well, Beth, thanks. Yeah, for, for, for the say, most part, neighbors love to complain about each other. True that. Hey, that's it. Well, come on back at nine o'clock for where they want and hear some more of it. <laughs> Beth, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, good one. Uh, Bye. Take care. There goes Beth. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. They're trying to rip you off, man. You're ripping me off. And here's the thing. Thank goodness for tending me seeing the story last night because you weren't aware of this. No. I wasn't aware of this. We're the smartest people we know, so that means most people listening not aware of this. And if you want mm. to get money back for those crappy gifts that we've given to you, you got to act like now. Okay. You're hanging out in the break room, 96.5 WCMF. Story on 10 NBC last night. Were you aware that a lot of major corporations now have holiday gift return deadlines? Oh, so every retailer is different, apparently. Like I always for, said if you have a receipt within a certain amount of time. Well, I, guess I always thought it was like good. 30 days, and mm. I don't know why that number sticks out to me, but I thought you had like a month to return something for like full price. So apparently they're not doing it based on like one set date for the holiday season. Uh, and this is, again, the story was on 10NBC last night. For example, at Best Buy, you have until January 13th to get a full man, refund. That's tight. Yeah. Sales in Target, January 24th. Apple is the most extreme. The last day for a full refund in an Apple store for any project product bought in November or December was January eighth, which was Ooh. yesterday. Yeah, that's Ooh. and that's a big ticket item, most likely. You ain't kidding. Mm-hmm. Like, what do they sell for under hundreds uh, of dollars? Right, yeah. yeah, and even those. Yeah. So pass this, Tommy. If that's not scummy enough, mm-hmm. stores are making it even harder to return stuff, hoping you'll just keep it. Yeah. For example. If you now want to mail a return, some retailers are charging you for that. J.C. Penny, if you want yeah. to mail in your return, they'll charge you eight dollars. <laughs> T.J. Maxx mail-in returns now cost eleven ninety-nine, which is more than seventy percent of the project products they sell at T.J. Maxx. Yeah, no kidding. Even Amazon <clears throat> will now charge you a dollar if you want to drop off your return at a UPS store, which has partnered with them. And that's if you drop it off. Yes. Oh. Yes. So they're doing everything they can to keep us from getting our money back for yeah. stuff that we don't want. Because my wife is like, and I'm sure your wife's the same way. Um, like my wife will buy, she'll come home with four things, mm-hmm. and she's not sure what she wants yet. Mm. So she'll have all, the, and then she goes, "I'm taking these two back tomorrow." Mm. Like I never even thought of doing that. Nah, but I, she'll she'll lay all that stuff out, and then we have another person we know that they'll throw a party at their house, right? Okay. So they'll buy a lot of high end stuff, like serving things. Oh. When they're done with it, mm-hmm. wash them, return them. No. Wow. Yeah. Come on. Wow. I didn't know that was a thing. I've it's never not a seen thing. That. You it to... is. Like those chafing, uh, those heater things underneath and all that. Well, it didn't work out right. We didn't <laughs> need it. And they return them and they take it. And somebody's buying that yeah. full price and it's already been used at like a party. Yeah, I don't even know where it goes. Duh. Look, I mean, what you're looking at here, they mm. know these companies, Amazon and JCPenney and TJ Maxx and Best Buy, they know any little barrier. Will oh, yeah. keep ninety nine percent of people from returning anything. Yeah. So something as simple as a one dollar charge in UPS store, yes, could legitimately. Yeah. I paid a dollar. I'll just keep this thing that I spent a hundred times on that and never use it. If I have to print anything, especially for like the returns that you're sending back, 
I'm out. Or like my intent is to print it out and then I just never do. Here's how lazy I am. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Uh, do you know that Nike has a sneaker guarantee for two years? Um, On a sneaker? So like if yes. you wear it through it or something? If, if, if it's defective in any way, exactly, for two years, you can get a full refund or the wow. replace that sneaker. So the workout shoes that I had, mm-hmm. they, the bottom started falling off because, you know, I'm always busting my ass. Yeah, you, yeah, you go full throttle. Right? Yeah, full throttle <laughs> and throttle. But I'm like three months within the window. So yeah. I'm like, great. Brand new pair of sneakers. Right, they'll give you a brand new pair. They'll either refund you the cost of the sneakers or they'll send you a new pair of Dang. sneakers. It's amazing. And you and got I, two years. Yes, yeah, so you got two years and there's a like a maker's date on your sneaker. Uh-huh. It's like a bottle of wine, but with rubber. <laughs> so I go online and exactly what you said. I got to print it out. I got to send it back. It yes, yep. they have to inspect the sneaker. I'm like, ah. Never mind. My I'll wife will spend do, another $100. My wife will do all of that. Because I told you when we were... I forget where we were at the airport, but you could get some money back on the stuff you bought. Okay. And like she was getting some money back, and I was getting a little money back, but I had to go to another window. I literally had to go to another window. I'm like, I don't want to do this, man. <laughs> like, I, like She marched me over there. <laughs> You're going to do it. And it, get your money back. And to your point, I would have never done any of that. My husband is kind of this guy. He's, oh. he's a big Lululemon guy. <laughs> And apparently, I didn't know. I don't even know how he found this out. Mm. If you wear through certain clothing items before a certain amount of time, they will like take it to a tailor or send it in, and they oh. sew it for you. No kidding. So if you blow out blow out the ass, and- well, it's hard to blow out Lululemon asses. They're stretchy material. Uh-huh. Like if your husband blew out a so pair of Lululemon he, ass, he he, uh, I think it was a pair of shorts. No, he did not uh, blow like, the ass like out. It was the inside of the leg. How did he do oh, that? Oh, Probably, probably wore out yeah. from the rub. And I think that they they sewed it up, and instead of giving him like a new pair, which I think he was hoping for, they actually they repair it. No kidding. Yeah, yeah but he's like a big build guy, bro. These things, it's like it's like wearing a wetsuit. These you seen his legs? That's it's like a- trunks. Like tree trunks. I'm almost impressed. He's hard that it on clothing. Blew out a pair of Lululemon yeah, shorts. Yeah, I know. Wow. Well, fun fact, everybody. There you know. Two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. Again, story on ten NBC last night. If you're looking to return gifts you got from the holiday season and haven't yet, you better move. Yeah. Stores have set and not told really anybody about dates, final dates you can return or exchange things for holidays. Example: Best Buy January thirteenth, sales and Target January twenty fourth, and uh, Apple was yesterday. So get to stepping mm-hmm. and uh, get that taken care of because who wants to keep anything that you don't want? Or don't. I don't care. Yes. Not your mom. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 